Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Kia ora now, welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm so pleased to have with me again, Taniao Namata. Taniao, we were so blessed by your testimony last week, your encounter with the Holy Spirit and the signs and wonders that you experienced, speaking in tongues, um, just so hungry for the Lord, being baptized and being filled with the Holy Spirit, experiencing holy laughter. But things after that took a change for yourselves as a church. Tell us what happened next. So throughout, you know, the revival, then obviously our our, our pastor was terminated, terminated from... uh, the church so but because he was terminated the division within the church one one half followed him and the other half stayed so the leaders that followed him told him that we want to start a church so obviously you know his testimony was when Moses came to the to the Red Sea and he can't go no more and he cried out to God called out to God to say these people is following me what shall I do that's when God said to him take my people and there was a testimony that was given to him that's why he started the church mm-hmm. that's when he told the uh, us the one following him that we will start the church so when we moved in to you know the the cornerstone now that's where we moved to because the cornerstone the current cornerstone members the pastor was with us at the time mm. so we moved there because one of the leader one of the deacon is the owner of that place but he passed away now so he gave us the uh, the building and the church started there so throughout that time then all our services our prayer meetings and whatever we we come together, the spirit of laughter is, laughter is always there. Oh, wow. So the praying people are just laughing, slaying, everything. There's no structure. There's no program. Just Holy Spirit. There's a Holy slain. Spirit program. That's it. You can't stop laughing. You just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Honestly, I, don't, I, I never look back and, and ask myself, oh, did we get tired at the time? I can't remember. It's like, it didn't matter anymore. It doesn't really matter. Wow. But it's a good experience. The spirit of laughter eh? is yeah. a lot of joy in it. Joy of yeah. Fear. But wow. yeah, so, yeah. What about healings or deliverance? Did you have um, those things happening as well? Miracle signs and wonders? Oh, all those, all those uh, miracles was taking place at the time. We were praying for people. The youth were going out in the village and praying for sick people. Wow. There were people healed. There were people healed at the time. There was, um, my grandmother was healed, her, her ear was healed of uh, a deaf ear. So we prayed for her and she can hear wow. straight away, instant. instant. 
So yeah, that, that was our mission, which is going around and praying for people, bringing people to God. The thing at the time is because I was playing rugby and playing league, because I was so young then, and and I was praying playing for the prems in our village for the Sea Eagles. But the move of God stopped me from going. So yes, of course, to, it was yeah. all about God, eh? Yeah. All consuming. What does God call you into after after in that period? So from there on, and then, and then I moved to New Zealand. I moved to New Zealand, and then you know the church continued on, and then fundraising because my father um, gave the uh, the church a land to build our church on the oh. current building now. Uh, my father is the one that gave that land um, to. Uh, it's, it's a family land. Wow. He obviously asked his mother at the time and then the whole family and was approved and these are the prayers that we've been praying wow. and God just gave us the land and then the church started fundraising fundraising and then the church started they we started building the church but at the time I was in New Zealand so I moved to New Zealand so yeah yeah and and you know while the church is fundraising yeah and others other members moved overseas as well so back and forth those kind of things and the church was fundraising and um yeah so the church was built with no no loan beautiful it took seven seven years to build obviously our pastor moved to australia to work yes. i think for two years and contribute on so these are the sacrifices that are everyone did. Yeah, our, our people. Yeah, uh, mainly our pastor. You know, he actually sacrificed uh, to move to Australia and work, and all his his uh, money contribute to the building of the church. Mm. So these are the things that happened then, and obviously for myself, I moved to New Zealand, and that's when I met my wife. Oh yes, tell mm. us about that. Yeah. So when I went to New Zealand, you know, I, I, I met my wife uh, through my brother, because my brother brother's wife is my wife wife's sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what actually actually happened. And she's a Christian too. Yes, and she she's a Christian. She she's in a brought up in a Christian family. So i when I met her, so we moved moved down to. Uh, to Picton, yeah. So because she was from Picton, Orig uh, or originally she was from Palmerston North, but uh, they moved to to Picton. So when we met, we moved to Picton. Oh, yeah. Okay. So from there on, uh, we were serving under a church in Picton, mm -hmm. under our um, late pastor Bill. He passed away now. And um, he's the one who uh, governed us down there in Picton, me and my wife. And he's the one who who married us as well. Lovely. Yes. Um. And then from there on, and then, um, yeah, we are our kids. Mm. We have uh, we our three kids. So our daughter Mary was born in uh, Blenheim. Mm. Even our son Brave, born in Blenheim. She's 21 now. Our son is 18, and our last son. Then when he when we came back in 2007, eight, mm. 
Our son Caleb was born here in the Cook Islands. And what brought you back to the Cook Islands? Um, and were you were you policeman by then? No, okay. not in New Zealand. When I came back, that's when I joined the police. But uh, what brought us back to Rotonga is when my brother passed away. And of course, and my father, my father passed away in 2003, and my brother passed away in 2006. My, my brother was in the army, he passed away in, in uh, Iraq. So that's what brought us back to Rotonga, just to sort of like move back. And at the time, I didn't know, you know, this is God's will for us. Mm-hmm. I know there's a prophecy that, that my pastor prophesied in New Zealand at the time. He prophesied that I will be going back. You will be going back and work under Pastor Club. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. Didn't. I thought to myself, I'm moving on. <laughs> right. yeah. But when that happened, when we came back here to Rautonga, then we reconnected. Pass the club, and the church was upbuilt. The church was upbuilt, yeah. and so all that time, you know, we because I remember one time in two thousand and two, two thousand or two thousand and two, I came back and help out, you know, help out some work, mm. put the roof on, those kind of things, our contribution mm. towards the building of the uh, the church. So, and that's what happened then. So we came back and reconnect to the church. And then um, Pastor Clark uh, appointed me as one of the uh, deacons, and now I'm an elder in the church, me and my wife. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what led you to go into to the police? Because you were a builder, is that right? Yeah. By trade. What led me to go, go in the police is that I believe that I have something to give in our nation. Mm. It's just that I. To me, I believe that God has called me that I have a lot of things, a lot of talent, a lot of gifts that I can give. And I believe that police is mm. part of that because they do this kind of work. Amongst our people. Yeah, amongst yeah. our people. And that's yeah. why I, I joined in 2009. I was going to join then, but my wife won't let me. <laughs> Not she. Uh, she didn't want me to join the police because mm. at the time she was working for the police as a um, regulatory officer at administration, yeah. So she didn't want me to join. But in 2011, uh, me and her decided that, yes, you can join. So I joined. God has been using us, you know, mightily and, you know, within the church, within the community, mm-hmm. uh, within our work, you know, our, our, our job working among the people like you know within the community and you know reconnecting rather than colliding in the colliding waves we don't want to collide with people so that's one of the things that i learned we need to work with people rather than colliding and saying that this should be the right doctrine that one day is not right to me the thing that god shows me is uniting together and working with people so that they will become because what you carry will affect them mm. what they carry it shouldn't affect you you know what I mean yeah so what you carry at God carrying vessel 
it should affect people and that's the thing that i learned you don't glide with them so that i learned throughout the, the the years of coming back to our people because our people is a unique people right tell yes. me how they're unique they are unique people they have their spirit that you know when they receive god they have a magnificent things that they can do they have their gifting natural gifting you know it's inside of them we are born to carry these things so our people is unique i don't look at their downfalls and all that we look at what god can do what god is doing not what the devil is doing we don't focus on what the devil is doing who cares what the devil is doing because we want to to to, to know what god is saying and we obey god and we run with that so some of the unique thing that you know we've been doing is working with people and you know it's it's speaking their language in the standard of god rather than speaking the language of the, the church oh, yeah. you know yeah. you speak their language but in the way it's a standard of god there's no error in it mm. we have to speak the truth and it's one of the things that i learned within the police because you get lied a lot you know you get lied a lot and i my my time in the police and i appreciate the knowledge that the police give me they have good tools and these are the tools that it's been taught to upskill people to look after our people however if you carry god that is the level mm. of the spirit mm. that the world don't know you have to show it mm. and so these are the things that we've been doing and we believe that there's there's more that god is going to do we're preparing ourselves for the revival there's going to be a revival of the word and of the spirit the heaven is open for us we prepare ourselves by preparing ourselves with the word of god inside of us we carry the word of god god will come the revival will go boom these are the things that we didn't we, we were immature back then during the revival that's why the constant work of god it didn't really explode it's sort of like this uh down period and why is it like that because you need to upgrade you need to to, to upskill yourself and understand and god is always a god of going up and up and up okay and god is a god of a new beginning he will bring us to that level of level we can't just stay here at this level at that time we were immature so god god don't use immature people god will use people that is mature for his word so that He's not going to get embarrassed when he used them. Because that's what happened to, to, to Moses. When God said to Moses to speak to the rock, no, he striked it. That's embarrassing before God, before the people of Israel. So those kind of things. And we learn this. And we all learn. We were here to learn and to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And where God wants to take us. Throughout this time. So yeah. And are working together of unity with um, some of the churches that haven't had that before in the past, namely Celebration, yourselves, Arepua, and different ones coming together in unity and praying, the men praying and so on. Those are good things the Lord wants, eh? Yes. What's your vision for Wharavatoma for the Cook Islands? The way I see things in, in a vision for our, for our Cook Island people, that God is preparing us. God is preparing us, whether you like it or not, whether you're in or you're out. 
He is preparing us whether you are obedience to what God is doing or not. There's so many information that people are receiving. It's all in the Facebook and about God. But what God is saying for our nation to prepare yourself, prepare your family, prepare your husband, prepare your wife, your children, prepare your village, prepare your nation. Because there's going to be a tsunami coming. So we have to prepare ourselves for that. What do we do if there's a tsunami warning? We have to run to the high ground. We don't just sit down the beach and sleep or suntan. We have to run to the high ground. And those are the preparation time because when you run to the high ground, you see what's happening. And that's where God will show us what this tsunami is coming and how is it going to affect. And this tsunami is coming so that God will be the one that will be exalted among your nation. Mm. It's not anyone else. Those days are gone. Mm. It's me. I am. I'm the one who did it. Mm. God will come and show us through the tsunami, the revival of the Spirit and of the Word in our nation. Mm. And that's going to happen. How important and key is your prayer life and even fasting and all these things as part of preparation? Hey, is, there, is there more of a hunger for that, even just to the body corporately for yourselves? Yes, what's, that, what's that's actually part of life. It is, eh? It, it's not a function. It's a lifestyle. Mm. You, you can't say, oh, I've got to get up in the morning, or I've got to pray, or I've got to fast. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle that we... We live, we live, and this is our communication communication center with God. This is how we see things in God. This is how God will show us. This is how God will communicate with us. So it's not a matter of, uh, 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 okay, um, make sure you know get up in the morning and pray, all right? No, it's a lifestyle. Whether you get up in the morning and pray or not, it's still a lifestyle that you have to perform you know what I mean? Rather than struggling. Don't be a religious person. Because when I woke up, when, when we were growing up, like the devotion, it's, you're going to get whipped on your bed to get up and come and pray. Mm. To me now, I understand much because God is gracious. Yeah. He's there for and you. We're running into a man. Yeah, we yeah. Him. You need him. You know, we call him. So this is part of it. Yeah. Sorry, not part of it. Th this is our life. Because if it become your life, People will see it. Mm. You don't have to, to to tell them about, you know, praise the Lord. You know, God is good. You know, this kind of no. It's it's a life thing. Mm. Are there any ministry areas or any ways other than the police that you you get the opportunity just to um, impart? There is opportunity everywhere. You know, when you're given the opportunity to speak, you know, you 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 bring the base of God. So there, there's always opportunity, you know, your family, you know, you get to speak with your family. I get to, you know, to encourage my family, um, encourage the community, wherever, whatever ministry is there. It's not something that you have to push yourself to, to be known, you know, I want to say something. It's not like that. You go to a place, you sit down, you follow the order of the house. 
because God is looking for your heart. It's not about exalting yourself, but it's like, sit down, God will call you. That's why I said, preparation time is here. And God will use you here. No preparation, no using. So there's always uh, opportunity, uh, money. There's always opportunity for us. There we go. I want to come back to the 200 years um, celebration that's happening this month. Do you feel an excitement or a stirring that God is going to do some amazing move afresh on the island, across the islands? I believe that man has to come into a place of acceptance. It is God that brought us here. Because he reminded the people of Israel, it is me, it is I that brought you here. It's not anyone else, not someone else. So what I believe is that this 200 years is for us to look back and see what the Lord has done. It's not to see what we did. So my excitement here is us today. Our forefathers, what they did, and us, where we're going to take it from here. That's my excitement, where God is going to take us. You know, when you connect to God, you see these things, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Your, your question is, I'm, I'm actually excited to work with our people, you know, within our village. You know, within our waka, within our country, and to, 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 to look to God and how He brought us to this time. That's my excitement. Amen. Just to see it, ooh, because I went to that study one. Yes. Yeah, just sit that there. That was beautiful. That's just listening to all the speakers, you know, to Bishop Bere, his presentation. It was just so beautiful. Beautiful how they. They, they, they bring the word and you on know the God. yes on God yeah so it's just beautiful how to see the history eh? how the history came mm. it's amazing maybe in closing what's a word of a, an encouragement or a message from God that you believe you would love to leave and impart to our our listeners today praise the Lord Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 this is what the Bible says I'm speaking to those who receive Christ. Stand therefore in the liberty that Christ has set you free and do not entangle again in the yoke of bondage. The reason why I say this is what you know, what you understand, you must perform what God has given to you. So that the legacy that you leave behind so that others will continue on. And that's my message to encourage us because sometimes we don't come into that place, eh? So we need to connect ourselves, connect ourselves to God. It's time to serve the Lord. There's no time to waste. It's time to look to God. Look to God. Because when you look to God, He will bless you and He will bless others. And it's all about the nation, it's not about the church. The church age will come to an end. The kingdom age will come in its place. That's where we're working up to, the kingdom age. So it's not about the church anymore. 
It's about the kingdom of God. Because when we talk about church, it's all about our own denominations. So that's my encouragement to all of us listeners out there. Connect to God because God loves you. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, email pctura at gmail.com or lowercase. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to the Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia mei takito ora e kia manuia. Yei koko!